It's Christmas! Well, tonight, thank God it's there instead of you. Oh, Christmas Day, my ass. I'm driving home for Christmas. Oh, I can't wait to see those faces. Christmas to you and all. Welcome back to Merry Britmas, the podcast all about Christmas from a British perspective. We are still in summer, but the Bermonts are very close now. And then, suddenly, it will be Halloween. Then, the Christmas mania will be back. This month, I will be changing things ever so slightly to try something new with regards to the music section of Merry Britmas. Usually I pick a British Christmas song, such as Last Christmas or Step Into Christmas, and I explore its history and a few covers. I will still be doing this kind of thing in future episodes, but I also want to look at non-British Christmas songs that have been covered in interesting or unique ways by British singers or British bands. So, for this August episode of Merry Britmas, I'm going to look at some British covers of a very famous German carol, Silent Night. I will also tell you a little bit about British Christmas markets, and I'll review a Christmas episode from him and her. Let's start with a look at a modern comedy gem that should be seen by more people, despite receiving great reviews over the course of four series and a Christmas special. Him and Her was created by Stefan Golosowski and was first broadcast in 2010. It features the simple but loving relationship of Becky, played by Sarah Soleimani, and Steve, played by Russell Tovey. Their relationship is shown through their time together, watching films, picking out on food, and generally getting annoyed by family and friends who keep dropping into their lives. The show was occasionally criticised for its rude content, but I think it gave the whole thing a realistic, naturalistic feel that showed real people as opposed to the traditional sitcom cast of perfect characters and glossy moments. And I think that's the best kind of British sitcom. Some of my favourites include the likes of Bottom, Outnumbered and Red Dwarf. Regardless, him and her had plenty of super sweet moments between characters, and the end of the third series brought a Christmas special. Becky and Steve want a chilled out Christmas day, but a series of events put a stop to that. We start with a webcam call to Steve's mum who's holidaying on a cruise for Christmas. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas to you! Happy Christmas to you! Happy Christmas to Mum! Happy Christmas to you! Yay! You okay? Happy Christmas! Yeah, it's a tradition. That's so cool. Are you having a lovely Christmas? Yeah. And you having a lovely Christmas? Yeah. Lovely Christmas, lovely Christmas, lovely Christmas, lovely Christmas, lovely Christmas. Is that a tradition? No. Lovely Christmas, lovely Christmas. Yeah! The pair do this while stipping chunks of roast turkey into mugs of gravy, of course. After some moaning about the Queen. The Queen will be on in a minute. 
hate the Queen. Such a knock. Here we go. Glasses are stupid. She's so old. Eating some pigs in blankets from Steve's new George Foreman grill. Mm. This is honestly the best Christmas present anyone's ever given me. Not as good as my toaster though, is it? <laughs> Shut up. Oh, come on. You got me a toaster. It's a good toaster. The visitors start showing up. The first is a bit of a surprise, Steve's dad. Their relationship hasn't exactly been brilliant, but they somehow get along for the special day. Dad, here he is. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. What are you doing here? Oh, I've come and see my boy, haven't I? <laughs> Great. Then, the most annoying character in the whole series, Becky's sister, Laura, and her rather aggressive boyfriend, Paul. Happy, Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! <laughs> Finally, their oddball, bearded neighbour, Dan, arrives with his girlfriend and Laura's friend, Shelley, who is played by Camille Kadori, who appeared in last month's Doctor Who Christmas special as Rose Tyler's mum, along with her rather shy son. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas, Happy Christmas Kieran! Happy Christmas. <laughs> Shelley got me a camera. Ooh, that's nice. Smile! <laughs> Do something funny. Um... <laughs> Chaos reigns in the flat with present giving, mostly mother care vouchers given to everyone by Laura, who just happens to be pregnant, and some forced karaoke. Again, Laura. Oh, what do you want to sing, Bex? Slade? Wizard? He was joking. I'm not going to sing. Ding dong, merrily on high? I'm not going to sing. What about a Jesus one? Away in a manger. If you don't sing it, I will. I'm not going to sing, Paul. But, in the very best festive and British way, there's a very teary moment when Steve's dad gives him a storybook that he used to read to him as a kid. I, uh, got you something. It's only little. I didn't want to give it to you in front of everyone else. Is that to get me anything? Didn't have any paper. <laughs> Thanks. I used to read it to you. I loaded. I had it on Amazon. Oh. Don't do that, Steve. Oh, come on. Don't do that. Thanks. It's just something silly. The whole thing is a perfectly British Christmas celebration and a special, as we get silly farcical moments, lots of eating, the subtle moaning, annoying family visits, slightly emotional bits, rubbish gifts, it's a wonderful episode of a very underrated show with a great cast of characters, a lot of whom have gone on to do some very brilliant things. And of course, it all ends with a kind of festive sing-song. Oh, God. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> you can.
carry on. Come on. It's the time that every Santa has a ball. Next harmonies. In a minute, yeah? Does he ride a red-nosed reindeer? Does a turn up on his sleigh? Do the fairies keep him sober for a day? Come on, Bex, it's a chorus, baby. So here it is, Merry Christmas. Everybody's having fun. Maybe we can do a solo. Steve. Now this year, there may well be some very different ways of celebrating Christmas around the world, with the pandemic currently affecting so many, and the normal ways of living life. And though compared to the virus itself, and the pain and anguish that it has caused and can cause, losing gigs and festivals and other events may not seem that important. But it can still be very upsetting to many, not only those whose jobs rely on such events. One such type of event that may be jeopardised this year are Christmas markets. Now, I know they aren't really British in the sense they actually began in Europe in the late Middle Ages, but they have become a staple tradition of almost every town and every city across the UK over the last few decades. The first genuine Christmas market was in 1434 in Dresden, and it was called the Strutzelmarkt. Apologies for the pronunciation. It still exists as well. It's been going strong for 585 years. There were other well-known markets in Frankfurt, Vienna and Munich, with some going back even further in time, but these were more seen as December or winter markets without that Christmas association. Although they are everywhere across the UK today, the first one here wasn't until 1982, and it had just 11 stalls in Lincoln, which is a city in the East Midlands. They started it in response to their twinning and new relationship with the town of Neustadt in Germany. They mirrored their market and invited German sellers to visit and host their own stalls. Over the next few years, other markets were set up, mainly with the support of Frankfurt in Edinburgh, Leeds, Manchester and Birmingham. I grew up not far from Birmingham and visited often, with the market being the largest outdoor Christmas market in the UK and the largest authentic German Christmas market outside of Germany or Austria. It's wonderfully festive with rides and lights everywhere and it takes up pretty much the whole of the town centre. Now German Christmas markets vary in their stalls and content but there are a few things that are relatively common to all of them. Wherever you go you'll see similar things. In terms of things to buy, there are usually carved wooden gifts, handmade items, decorations of course and things like candles and journals or diaries. More importantly, there's some wonderfully festive food and drink, such as glühwein or mulled wine, or mulled cider, hot chocolate, gingerbread, and stollen, which is a sweet fruit bread. One of my favourite things that a lot of these markets have is a dish of German potatoes and sausages called Bratkartoffeln. It's a real winter warmer that helps on those chilly December evenings. A slight tangent, but there's a very funny video I'm always reminded of, depicting a German couple 
who love English markets to mock our obsession with them. German-style markets have become a firm Christmas favourite in cities across England. But most Brits don't know that in Germany, English markets have become just as popular over the festive season. Uh, uh, the English markets are so popular in Germany. Uh, we, we love them. Um, we come to hang out with friends and love the atmosphere. Um, uh, it is really magical and romantic. Mm, all around you is feeling like Christmas. Um, there are huge piles of pants, mm, men shouting, uh, puddles of water mixed with animal blood. Can you show us what you've bought? <laughs> Always he is buying too much. <laughs> uh, three lighters. Uh, one, one really big lighter. Uh, also, we have the toilet cleanser, mm -hmm. uh, Lindsay Lohan phone cover, and some Rieslers. I'll put the link in the show notes. I really hope that some form of Christmas markets are able to take place this year, as they are outdoor events, so there may be some possibility with precaution and care. For now, we'll have to cross our festive fingers and hope for these wonderful celebrations to go ahead this year. So as I explained at the start of the show, this month I'm trying something different in order to cover more festive music and British Christmas songs. So. I'm going to discuss Silent Night, a carol that is not British in origin. However, I will focus on some interesting covers by British artists and how they've been adapted and taken into interesting musical places. So Silent Night is probably one of the most famous traditional Christmas songs. It was created by Franz Xavier Gruber, no relation to Alan Rickman in Die Hard, who was an Austrian composer in 1818. Originally titled Still an Act, it spread via an organ builder who took the song outside of the local village and then folk singers spread it on their travels. By the 1840s, it was well known across northwest Germany and the popularity just kept growing and growing. So let's take a little in depth look at a few covers by British artists. We'll start with a reality show winner who triumphed in the fifth season of X Factor in 2008, Alexandra Burke. Her subsequent singles, such as Bad Boys and Start Without You, were big number one hits here in the UK. And she's also since taken part in Strictly Come Dancing and performed in West End musicals, such as The Bodyguard and Sister Act. Alexandra actually got to Christmas number one following her win, as did many of those X Factor winners, with a cover of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. I'm not quite sure why this song has become a modern Christmas track, and I much prefer the original or Jeff Buckley's less pop-influenced take on the song. Alexandra Burke is yet to release a full Christmas album, but I would appreciate it. But she did release an EP called Christmas Gift in 2012, with an original song called Christmas Time and a cover of Silent Night. Her version stays very traditional, with the purity of her voice being the focus of the track. It then extends to a double layer of her own vocals in the latter half, and it makes it more choral. It's very soft and calm, and I appreciate that she doesn't kick into a pop or a dance beat 
to try and make it something more chart friendly or modern. The second cover is an indie duo from Sheffield called Slow Club. Charles Watson and Rebecca Lucy Taylor released a Christmas EP called Christmas Thanks for Nothing, a very sardonic northern British take on the season. Their cover of Silent Night is a little more dissonant, with an off-kilter fuzz that masks a traditional organ playing the song. There are no vocals on this version, sticking to the music to bring an atmosphere, but it plays with a haunting melody, especially as it reaches the end. It almost reminds me a bit of the shoegaze genre with bands like My Bloody Valentine. And the final cover of Silent Night I'm going to look at is much more summery, appropriate for this August release. The Cimarans are a British reggae band who formed in 1967 and were made up of Jamaican migrants who settled in London. They use their session music skills, previously playing for the likes of Jimmy Cliff, to make great reggae songs. They covered Silent Night in 1971 as a b-side to Holy Christmas. However, they did something slightly different, apart from the reggae beaten style giving the whole thing a more upbeat sunny vibe. They decided to mix in White Christmas, to create a mashup of sorts. It's a great version of both songs, that actually feels quite lovely to listen to in the sunshine in summer as well. One last thing before I end the podcast. I'm going to be doing some World Cup of British Christmas things online, where you guys vote for your favourites to whittle down a list of choices to the very best. I'm starting with the Doctor Who Christmas and New Year's specials. The first few rounds are taking place now on my Twitter. Follow me and vote at Merry Britsmas. Please share and retweet as well. The top two will go through from each group and we'll keep whittling them down to the finals in the next couple of weeks. I'll announce the winner online and on the next episode in September, a Burr month. This month, I also launch my new awesome logo designed by a brilliant illustrator friend of mine called Ellie. Take a look 
and bonus points for anyone who knows the classic British musical reference in the design. Also, if you have a few moments, if you could leave a review of the podcast to help share and widen my Christmassy reach, that would be brilliant. So that's it for the August Merry Britsmas, and I'd urge you to watch some Him and Her, listen to some Silent Night, and hope for the return of some great Christmas markets this year. And happy blooming Christmas to you and all.